Camp BB Reback is a place where kids grow. Here, our campers have the opportunity to build themselves by advancing skills, relationships, and their Jewish identities. And that's a promotional video on the website of Alberta's historic Jewish summer camp, Camp BB Reback. But for the second summer in a row, because of COVID, the camp won't be operating normally. The camp made the decision just a few days ago. And while the director has some tentative plans for some of the older kids to attend in a limited way and some families, hundreds of Canadian Jewish campers are facing another uncertain COVID summer. I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Wednesday, May 12, 2021. Welcome to the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. We've got two stories for you today. Keep listening to find out how 350 Jewish students and their families from Toronto's Tannenbaum Chat High School trekked Israel's national trail, the Shvil, for five months and didn't even leave Canada. But first, Camp BB Reback is on the shores of Pine Lake, about halfway between Edmonton and Calgary, and this was supposed to be the camp's 65th summer. 300 campers and staff usually go, but with Alberta having the highest active case rate of COVID per capita of all provinces and territories in Canada, plus the provincial government not granting permission for overnight camps to open yet, BB Reback made a decision to cancel regular camp, lay off some staff, and hope some of the parents roll over their fees again to next year. The news comes as camp director Stacy Shaken hosted campers online over the weekend at a virtual camp BB Reback. He actually built it using the GatherTown platform. It's kind of like Minecraft. It's pretty cool, actually. Stacy Shaken joins me now from Calgary. I'm very sorry to hear this news. Yeah, it's it's brutal. Um, it it's uh, I mean. <laughs> If there was a year that kids and teens and young adults needed this, this was it. And it kills me that I can't give it to them. Uh, I'm, that's why I'm I'm working, you know, diligently to keep the window open and stay as agile as I can until I got no daylight left. And we ran out of daylight for main camp. And that was my recommendation to the board based on, on you know, Alberta Health Services r- requirements, our lockdowns and the cost at which we would incur if we tried to move forward after last week. What would that Uh, cost look like if you had gone ahead? mm, Oh, we probably have to eat um, well over a hundred to 200,000 in the first two months before we even generated any revenue. So what options are you looking at in case you can have something? Yes. So we would break them into two pods, uh, pods of 30, Um, grade seven and eight would be in one pod. And grade nine through 11 would be in another. Each cabin would have four campers and one staff. Um, And we have a a setup for how people would sleep. Um, It's you got to make sure your toes are pointed at each other so that you create more space around microbes. Um, The the idea is that I'm going to have some sort of template ready in the next few days. I am going out to camp on Friday for the summer uh, with a with a small team. And um, the idea, this is my like head staff, senior staff, my leaders, um, they're going to come out for, and, you know, at a minimum until the end of June. And we're going to prep the place for the projects. Uh, we're going to manage the grounds. We're going to do the lawn. Um, we're going to see what's broken, see what we can fix, get the pool done, get the office done, get the waterfront, phase two of the waterfront res- restoration done. We're probably installing a Frisbee golf course and, um, and then wait to see what we can do. If, in fact, these lockdowns stay through June and it's clear that there's no revenue for us to generate on any meaningful way, we'll shut it down and we'll come home. 
um, if in fact we can do my uh, leadership conference with some family camps uh, sandwiched, um, or sorry, the leadership conference sandwiched between two family camps, uh, that will generate enough revenue for me to pay everybody and cover the bill. Well, it's not the news that we'd hoped, but um, I appreciate no, not at all. taking the time to explain it to us on this yeah. daily. My yeah, my, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Nice to meet you. And good luck to Ontario and all the other provinces. Hope um, hope you're able to do something. And um, we're here too to support any of you. If uh, anyone wants to talk shop, give me a call. As with Baby Reback, Manitoba's Camp Massad is among the camps that have decided not to open and are planning some family cabin rentals and other kinds of limited programming. Meanwhile, late last week, summer camps in Quebec did receive the okay to go ahead, and that includes Camp in Abrith of Ottawa, which is actually in Quion, Quebec. That's where I used to go. Jewish camp directors are prepping for smaller cohorts, social distancing, no overnight trips outside the camp, PPEs, staggered dining hours, and possibly higher fees for parents to be able to cover their extra costs. For so many Canadian students and their families, this year has been basically spent cooped up in their rooms, attending classes online, and doing Zooms. So how did hundreds of Tannenbaum Chat high school families in Toronto hike the length of the famous Israel National Trail for five months? Well, since January, they've been doing the Tigers Trekking Israel Challenge. Where you can sign up with your friends to trek across Israel. All you have to do is donate and download the app to track your fitness daily. Whether you're just walking around or going for a run, the app will track how far you go. The challenge ended Monday on Jerusalem Day with a grand prize draw for two tickets to Israel. I spoke with Rena Zevi and Stacy Goldberg. They're the two co-presidents of the school's athletic council and also with Adam Chame, the athletics director, to find out how this whole idea started. The idea came from a, another event that we did in November called the Terry Fox Run where students and staff got the opportunity to walk, run, or bike across Canada, um, like collectively, virtually. So we wanted to take this to Israel and do something similar in that regard. All right, so tell me how this rolled out. We traveled from north to south in this route, and it, it's really been a unique situation. There's so many different types of virtual races that are happening across the world with different types of sports, mainly running. And this one was kind of an opportunity where we thought our community, the Tannenbaum Chat community, could run, they could walk, they could bike, as was mentioned before by Stacy. And along their journey, they come across these different milestones. And at each milestone, our Israel Engagement Committee put together amazing content that really allows the participant to learn a little bit more about where they actually are along the route. So uh, can you spare, share personal experiences of how you use this to, to stay fit and also to feel good? Yeah, I think that that was obviously our main goal, especially as Athletic Council at CHAT. We couldn't have sports teams this year or intramurals, so our main focus was really encouraging the student body to stay active at home. Like that was really our, our main goal this year. And I think, I mean, personally, you just it's really motivating. You want to get to the the next destination and it's exciting to see oh where are we going to be and also it wasn't a competition but we had this map on the app where you could see where all the other teams were so it was fun to kind of be like oh I want to catch up to my friend's family's team. Um, yeah everything that Rena said I completely agree with I mean I um, signed up with my family we were a team together and we pretty much just went on walks like every single day all the time um, we bonded as a family 
that really helped us for sure. What are some of the numbers? Why don't you break it down for me? Sure, sure. So we had over 50 teams participating and that consisted of about 350 people. And we, part of the, one of the goals of this program was to raise money for the UJA Federation of Greater Toronto. And through the process, we raised just over $4,000 for them. It's amazing. Thank you so much for having us on the podcast with you. Thank you. It was nice meeting you. Thank you very much. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia, integrity, community, quality, and customer care. I'm Ellen Besner. You can reach me at ebesner at thecjn.ca. And we'll close this episode with a virtual tour of Alberta's Camp BB Reback. The director, Stacy Shaken, built it, and he's your guide on his Gather Town site. And I'm moving around the map. So this is Degel. Degel is on camp where we meet before meals. And what I did was, is I created...